Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She chooses ambition and is proud of it, but strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony. An alpha female puts herself first, sticks to her priorities, but nurtures relationships with all the people in her life. So let's get started. This episode is sponsored by my autoimmune healing guide. So if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that I have talked about a thriving with MS guide for those newly diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I have my building blocks of health guide, and then I created the work-life harmony worksheet. So all are based on very similar principles of taking care of ourselves based on the five health building blocks, which I call them, which are nutrition, supplements, exercise, sleep, stress, and reducing your toxic load. So in the autoimmune healing guide, I've added um, a bit more information for those who are newly diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. It gives you kind of a, a tour of how to take care of yourself and empower you to take care of yourself in a different way than maybe you have before. So it's got book recommendations, podcast recommendations, time management on how to start optimizing different aspects of your life, um, specifically around nutrition, supplements, exercise, sleep management, stress management, and reducing your toxic load, as well as time management tips on how to prioritize and how, how to schedule it out. So if you want to go over to bit.ly autoimmune healing guide to download your free guide today, I would absolutely love that. And if you don't have an autoimmune disease, but you know someone who is newly diagnosed, I would really love if you could share um, this podcast episode with them so that they can download it for themselves. If you're listening to this show, you've been drawn to being inspired on how to create work-life harmony in your life. And by now, you're probably aware that I'm a doTERRA essential oil wellness advocate, but I'm stepping into this role in a much louder way this year. I'm obsessed with essential oils as simple self-care tools in our toolkit. doTERRA is the only company who sources essential oils by finding the best place in the world that the original plant grows through something called co-impact sourcing. They have incomparable transparent testing practices to create therapeutic grade essential oils and they have a heart of gold through their charitable division, Healing Hands. If you haven't had a chance to sample doTERRA essential oils yet, I'd love to send you a few samples. So email me at robinbaldwin at gmail.com and put in the subject, I want oils, so we can start to chat around what your body is currently craving in the self-care department. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, episode 162, All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. So this week on the show, you get a solo episode. I haven't done one at all uh, this, I guess, topic series because I just loved how they flowed together. So I didn't kind of want to break it up and jump in every now and again. But you've got me kind of a wrapping up this series. I hope you have absolutely loved listening to the guests. Um, I think they brought such a different flavor 
and taught me something new about masculine and feminine energy. So I absolutely loved this series. So if you haven't yet listened, I would go back, go to 158 to listen to Katie Wilkin, then 159 with Betsy Milne, then 160 with Emily Castle, and then last week's episode 161 with Maddie Moon. So today on the show, I am going to chat with you about what I've learned in terms of masculine and feminine energy habits. So I am so tactile, like I literally have way too much masculine energy, but I need to kind of get something tangible and a tactic uh, to basically go and assign it to myself, which is you know, so goal focused, so goal oriented, but that's just my personality. I'm not going to change, um, tomorrow, but I absolutely love that. There are so many things that I can do to be more in my masculine energy or be more in my feminine energy. And as I was getting ready for this episode, I wrote down all the different habits and I have such a long list for feminine energy, which is kind of cool because this is something I am trying to spend more time in. I am trying to get in touch with my feminine energy more. I know that I need that in my life. I'm so, I'm so drawn to it. I'm so called to being in my feminine energy. So it's, it's kind of fascinating that I actually have quite a long list of things that I can do for myself when I want to switch from masculine energy to feminine. So I'm not going to go back into the definitions of what it is because we've, we've covered it so much in the past episodes. Hold on, water sip. <laughs> Sorry, I had to announce that. Um, but what I will do is I found this really cool two-sentence summary of what masculine and feminine energy is, uh, and then we'll get straight into the habits. So masculine energies are characterized by linear- linearity. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why that word was a struggle, but when I look at it, I'm like, is that really a word? So it's very linear, oriented to goals and mental focus. While feminine energy is circular, concerned with feelings and emotions and expansion of the mind, or maybe of the subconscious um, versus the actual mind. Cause I find the mind is very masculine focused. It's very, it like needs to solve problems, which I think is actually very masculine energy. Okay, so I'll start with masculine energy habits because it's a shorter list. And if you are an alpha female listening to this episode, you probably spend a lot of your time in masculine energy. And uh, I'm, I'm warranting a guess that you're similar to me in terms of maybe you are seeking to spend more time with uh, yourself being in feminine energy. So what I learned... Uh, in this series was that masculine energy is actually very still. So to be in our divine masculine energy, not wounded or toxic masculine energy, it's actually about being in stillness. So this is why I absolutely love my morning meditation practice of five to 10 minutes of a seated still meditation, because that is me and my divine masculine energy getting focused and clear on what I want to do for the day. Another habit that you may want to incorporate if you are trying to be more in your masculine energy or you need to really like cultivate divine masculine energy is focused work time. So if you have ever done the Pomodoro technique, there's apps you can download on your computer, uh, but it's basically focused work time for a specific amount of time. And I believe it's 25 minutes and then a short break, five minutes, and then going straight back into it. And what, 
would be super cool. I actually haven't done this in a while. It's, it's hard to do it in my full-time job, but I should be doing it in my side hustle time in the morning and the evening is 25 minutes of focused work and then five minute break where I'm actually in feminine energy. So one, like one of the feminine energy habits is to dance, you know, so doing 25 minutes of focused work and then getting up and then just like shaking it loose and then starting again. I think that would be super cool. Hold me to it. Let's see the next solo episode. If I uh, remember to update you guys on if I'm actually able to do this in my side hustle time. Two other masculine energy habits I have written down is one planning, like anytime you spend planning. So I just finished writing my summer bucket list. Actually, I'll share it at the end of this episode. If you're curious, I haven't put it on the blog yet, but by the time this episode airs, I will probably post it. So take a look on robinbaldwin.com for it. But I was so in my masculine energy when creating my summer bucket list, but it felt so good. And after I finished it and I made my graphics for social media, I was just lit up. So that is me being in my divine masculine energy. And then last but not least is a yoga practice. So if you want to spend more time in masculine energy, um, I actually don't think it's the more energetic classes. Um, I think masculine energy yoga is the ones where you are in divine stillness. So a restorative a yoga class or a yin class is spending time in your masculine energy. All right, so let's hop over to feminine energy habits. So I mentioned dance. Every single one of my guests loved, I think they mentioned dance, maybe not Betsy, but every other one mentioned dance and moving the body. So feminine energy is movement. It is fluid. Um, so it's having dance breaks in your office, or if you work in a public space, you know, going to this, I've totally gone to the washroom and danced it out in a washroom stall. You can all picture that and hopefully giggle at the thought. Um, even just like, <laughs> Chair, chair dancing in your seat at the office or uh, in the car as you are maybe leaving work and going home or off to see friends or family and just like shifting from masculine focused energy to more feminine energy. I've um, just popped into Google like feminine energy habits to see what type of blogs were out there. And what I actually found, which was super cool, other than things like having a habit of feeling your feelings, like how often do you, if you feel, um, an intense feeling coming on, do you actually allow yourself space to feel it? So how can you develop a habit around, you know, if you have a feeling coming on, you need to feel it. Maybe it's sadness, maybe it's anger, you know, can you go into, for me, it's like going into my home office, sitting down on my meditation cushion and crying it out while journaling and actually allowing myself the time to do that. The other one that I found, which was super cool was a practice of receiving compliments. So how many of you raise your hand? I can't see, <laughs> raise your hand. If someone says that's a really beautiful dress and you have to like explain it instead of just saying, thank you. That was really kind of you. Every time someone gives me a compliment, I'm like, oh, this is 10 years old. I got it at winners. Like, why can't I just receive the compliment and say, thank you. So this is definitely a practice I would have to actually implement to learn how to receive a compliment. So that's why I, I put it in this habit bucket because I think it's something that you actually have to consciously practice. The other one that is very like another conscious practice is don't say sorry. 
is, uh, and if you are a Rachel Hollis fan, Girl Stop Apologizing, haven't read the book yet. I've heard amazing things, but how are you creating a practice of not saying sorry if you are the type of personality that has learned to do that all the time? I still do it. Definitely still do it. I don't do it as often as I used to, but this is something that I could definitely create a, a habit building practice around of breaking. Anytime that you're honoring your self-care. So this is why I believe an alpha female is definitely constantly working on harmony between her masculine and feminine energy, because we do have this intense calling towards self-care practices. So anytime we take the time to nurture ourselves, I think that is us in our divine feminine energy. This one's super cool. You're going to hear the dogs walking around. I tried to record it while they were lying down, but they got a little, little excited. I think at some people on the street, um, so you'll hear nails on the living room floor because I'm recording from the couch. Uh, feminine energy, habit, touching yourself. How often do you actually take the time to really touch yourself and feel your skin? One of my most favorite things to do in yoga practice is put my hand on my belly and one hand on my heart and just be with myself. Uh, let's go back to the Ayurveda episodes. And if you remember, some of the guests on the show talked about Abhyanga massage. Um, so that's an oil massage where you are literally touching every inch of your body and giving yourself a massage. Like that is so divine feminine, which, um, I keep making an excuse that I haven't bought sesame oil for my Vata imbalance. And so I can't give myself massage because my Pitta is very strong right now. And I do not need any more coconut oil <laughs> on the body. I need some sesame oil and I haven't bought, bought it yet. So I keep making an excuse and not doing it. Um, so another accountability thing that you can hold me to is I'm going to ensure that I'm doing way more Abhyanga massage in my morning or evening routine. So we talked about restorative yoga as a masculine energy practice on the flip side for feminine energy. If feminine energy is about movement, then I believe vinyasa yoga or even like slow flow or a more vigorous one, um, not too vigorous. So if it's like on like a borderline competition and feeling too much like a challenge, I think that is very masculine energy, the competition factor but a beautiful fluid flow class, um, is definitely in our feminine. And then the last two habits from a feminine energy perspective are creative projects. So I have heard over and over again from amazing feminine energy activators who talk about just bringing more creativity into your life. So one of my, um, Christmas gifts to my mom was a plant night so we went and made a terrarium together and that was so fun and crafty, um, and working with nature and getting your hands in the dirt. So, uh, definitely feel like something like that, or even just going out and gardening. If you own a house or if you have, um, a condo, one of my summer bucket list items a few years ago was to like have a balcony garden, things like that. So there's ways to have creative projects that may not include like painting or arts and crafts. And then last but not least, nature walks. So being out in nature, going for walks, moving the body, moving stagnant energy out of the body, but being in nature and uh, just that calmness and that sereneness of being in nature is very much in divine feminine. 
So I absolutely hope you loved this episode in terms of habits, because if you're like me, you love tangible things to do. Um, so definitely reach out on Instagram, screenshot this episode after you finish driving or running or gymming or whatever, and let me know what feminine or masculine energy habit you want to kind of work on in your life. I would be so curious to know. All right. So what's been up in my life lately? It's been a whirlwind. I'm working on a beautiful new project called Autoimmune Thriving. So you've heard about the yoga retreat that I hosted earlier this year in May in Ottawa. And so Autoimmune Thriving is developing into three, uh, basically pillars, the retreats, which I'm going to continue with. I'm going to have another one in the fall. And then maybe in 2020, I'll do a full like weekend getaway. The second pillar is the autoimmune thriving program. I'm developing an online course that is very, very specific to someone who is newly diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and needs me as their personal tour guide to navigating their health journey. So I'm, I want to teach empowerment. I want to teach resources. I want to give access to practitioners in different holistic healing modalities uh, and build a beautiful community around supporting those who are newly diagnosed. So I'm working on that right now um, and just kind of figuring out all the details of that. But I figured it would be kind of cool to tell you guys about it. And then the third pillar is the treatment fund. So I from the start, from the first yoga retreat, I will always take a portion of the profits. So out of my own pocket, my profit, and I will give back. So I took a portion of the profit from the yoga retreat in the spring, and I am paying for someone to get a massage with my RMT because I figured that was the easiest way for me to implement it to start. So it may look different every time, but anytime I sell something, so this is a social enterprise. Anytime I sell something for profit, I want to give back to the autoimmune community because it's, it's very expensive to take care of yourself completely holistically, or even not completely, but like adding holistic treatment into um, a rounded self-care plan and if someone doesn't have benefits or maybe just financially they are not putting themselves first they're you know they're prioritizing other things so how can i give back to the autoimmune community and help out by this treatment fund so it's it's going to look different every time um and I, I don't know if there's going to be an application process but i literally um for this one I, no one applied for, I called it a scholarship. Now I'm calling it a treatment fund where you can ask for funds, but no one applied for the massage. So I posted in a local Ottawa autoimmune group that I'm a part of. Um, and I just asked if, um, who, who didn't have benefits in the group. And then I reached out privately to, privately to someone who told me that they did not have benefits. I'm like, perfect. I'm gifting you with this massage because if you don't have, if you don't currently have benefits, let me do this for you. So that was a lot easier for me to do than just, uh, I guess there was a bit of hesitation of, from people, you know, raising their hand and saying like, yes, I would like this. Um, so that may be a struggle for me as I roll out this treatment fund, we'll have to figure it out, but I'm, I'm trying not to plan it. I'm trying to be very much in my feminine energy and go with the flow. So those are the three pillars, retreats, a program, an online program and a treatment fund. And I'm just so excited to add this because I, 
uh, it's, it's just a, a natural extension of the things that I'm already doing in terms of sharing my multiple sclerosis journey and my health journey online uh, and in social media. So I am excited to kind of add this to my wheelhouse. <laughs> I don't know what else to describe it. Um, and then the ride to conquer cancer was at the beginning of June. So I was supposed to ride it. It was going to be my third year, um, supporting my husband. He's done it for the past nine years. Next year will be his 10th. And his goal is to raise a million dollars in his lifetime on the team that we're on. And this year it meant, uh, so much to me because my best friend was diagnosed with breast cancer in February and was treated at the Princess Margaret Hospital where we were basically fundraising for. Um, and I threw up my back deadlifting about a month ago. And so I wasn't allowed to do the ride, which was super frustrating. But I went and I was a really good spectator, a really good finish line picture taker. Um, and I even like went to impact kitchen in Toronto before the ride started, met my husband and my best friend in Hamilton with impact kitchen cookies. If anyone is in Toronto and has tried the, the dark chocolate with sea salt cookies, you know what I'm talking about and like met them at the finish line with cookies in hand. So I am a really good spectator, but I was super, super frustrated. Got all my rehab exercises. I'm doing mobility every single day. I'm bored out of my mind, but I am so focused on healing because I have some run goals this summer that I really, really want to get done. So on that note, I apologize if I'd said so several times. It seems to be my favorite word this evening. I want to share with you my summer bucket list. So you guys are going to be the first to hear about it. Um, other than it, well, <laughs> no, that's a lie. Cause this is going up on the Friday and I'm probably going to post this on like Monday or Tuesday. So maybe you'll be the second to hear about it, but here is the night 2019 summer bucket list. Oh, wait, let me give you a bit of background. If you haven't, um, followed my story from like 2012, 2013, or know that this happened in my life, um, way back then I was engaged to be married and I called off a wedding and left a very toxic relationship. And I had lost who I was during that time. I ended up writing a book called Love Lost Life Found, which published in 2016. And one of the chapters is all around seasonal bucket lists. So because I didn't know who I was anymore after I left that relationship, I wasn't doing things that made me happy. I had really, I really had lost who I was. I needed to figure out kind of what I love to do or remember what I love to do in the past or even try new things. And I made the bucket list uh, kind of three ways, things that I wanted to do on my own, things that I could do as I started dating again, and things that I could do with friends. So um, it's very similar when I make them nowadays. It's like, what are things I could do with my husband? What are things that I could do with uh, new friends in Ottawa? And what are things that I can do on my own? The list of things that I could do on my own is actually gotten a lot smaller, but they're things that I could still like go out and try on my own if, if necessary. Like for example, if my husband needed to work, um, on the weekend, I would go out and just do it on my own. Okay. So backstory done. Um, this year I organized it in two columns. So I have things that I love that I have been doing for a few summers now and just want to make sure we do again. And then some new things. Um, maybe I, I tried them a really long time ago. Uh, but I just kind of, I want to bring them back or I'll explain one of them, how it's new. So loves stand up paddleboarding, 
bought my own stand-up paddleboard a few years ago now. It's an inflatable. It can sit in the back of my car so I can pop onto the water after work. Um, I now work down by the, the Ottawa Parkway. So I can pop down by a beach, inflate it, and just bring an extra pair of clothes and just pop onto a waterway. So that is one of my goals. That is something I can do on my own. Uh, absolutely in love with canoe trips. So we've got another canoe trip planned the, um, the July long weekend in Algonquin Park. I've got a cottage long weekend uh, planned for us this summer. Mike's family's cottage is uh, north of North Bay. So we don't get to go up very often. And we only kind of, we usually only go up twice a year. So I'm excited to get um, another like middle of the summer trip there. We absolutely love golfing or even just going to the driving range. So that is on the bucket list. Road biking, uh, because once my back is healed, I am getting on that bike and I am spending quality time on a road and that bike and enjoying it. We built a backyard patio last year to host our rehearsal dinner for our wedding. And we've got a really cool fire pit out there. So more backyard bonfires. And then we've gone to see drive-in movies before, but there's a really cool kind of like pop-up movie. Uh, it's like movie in public places around the city. Um, so it's not really a drive-in. We want to go see Hook. And I think it's like in the field in front of the war museum. So that'll be super cool. And then on the new list, my husband has requested that we go glamping. So my rugged husband that absolutely loves canoe trips and cottage weekends, uh, our cottage is quite rugged with like an outhouse, has <laughs> requested we go glamping. So I found a really super cool place on Airbnb. So we booked that for my birthday weekend in July. I've gone caving before, but I've never gone like spelunking. So we've got that on the bucket list this summer. Oh, this one's cute. I really want to take a sparkler photo. So, uh, I don't even know what it's called, but where like you have to do it with like a DSLR, I think is the term for that type of camera where it's like a long, uh, something exposure where you draw your name with a sparkler and then you get the picture. <laughs> I don't know if I'm explaining it. If any photographers are listening to this and like laughing at me, um, I would really appreciate you Instagram DM me just so I can enjoy the laugh that you're having. <laughs> I really want to catch a firefly, which will um, require me to stay up way past the sun going down, which is really difficult in the summer for me because it basically stays up until like past 9 p.m. and that's my bedtime. I really want to go swimming near the Wakefield Bridge. So not, not in Ottawa, it's in Wakefield, Quebec on the other side of the river. But there's this beautiful red covered bridge in Wakefield and there's swimming underneath it. And Wakefield's super cute. They've got a farmer's market on the weekend and amazing cafes. So I've already um, recruited a girlfriend and uh, we'll see how many other people we can get to join us. But we're going to do that later this summer when it's warm enough to swim. I also have night swimming on the list because I have never skinny dipped at night. So that is on the plan. <laughs> we may, I may just like pack that into the canoe trip or cottage weekend and then outdoor rock climbing. So I've gone outdoor rock climbing before, but I've, I've only gone with a guide. So my husband is certified and, um, apparently a really good outdoor rock climber. So we're going to go where we can do top roping because I can belay, but I can't sport climb yet, yet. So maybe I learned how to sport climb this summer. So that's the summer bucket list. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it maybe sparked 
some ideas. If you are creating your own summer bucket list or you've maybe already made yours and you want to share it with me on Instagram, I would love to see it. Share it on um, IG stories. Tag me. That would be super cool. Um, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, all of the feminine and masculine energy habits and summer bucket lists and autoimmune thriving updates. So I am absolutely so grateful for every single one of you for listening every single week, for sharing it with your friends, for leaving ratings and reviews, um, and all that jazz. So we're moving into, that was my, see, I did the so again. We're moving into the next topic series next week, and it's going to be all around success. So I've got some interesting interviews. They're very different um, in terms of the guests, and they're all new guests so far. So kind of bringing back the the former flow of interviews and, and some of the, the older questions versus specific topic series. But we do dive into like what success means for the guests, so I think this will be super cool. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys. See you next week. So after three years of recording the Alpha Female podcast, I did a thing. I created a Patreon page. So over the sabbatical from January to March, I started listening to the Sick Boy podcast. And they have the best way of telling their listeners to go support them on Patreon. And I, re- I realized after listening to them that there's no reason why I can't ask for your support. So hosting a podcast, putting a podcast out there can be expensive. If I were to total up all the expenses for the past three years, I would probably gulp looking at the total amount because hosting the podcast on Libsyn and using a podcast editor, those costs add up. So I am kindly asking you if you would support me by pledging to become a Patreon supporter of the Alpha Female Podcast. So you head over to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash alpha female podcast. And there's different pledge areas or tiers. So you can pledge as little as $1 a month, as little as $3 a month. I've got a $5 one and a $10 one. So pledging $1 a month gets you access to our alpha female pack Facebook group. If you pledge $3 a month, you'll get access to the Alpha Female Pack, a shout out on the show, and I would love to send you a doTERRA essential oil sample of your choice. So you get to pick from my entire collection what you'd like to try, and I'll send it over to you in the mail. If you pledge over $5 or more a month, I've got some pretty cool um, incentives. So you'll have to go and check out the page. And then especially for the $10, um, just check it out and let me know if those incentives make sense to you. This is my first time doing this. So I'd love to learn from you. If you even have your own Patreon page, let me know what um, type of edits you may want to see. And we'll go from there. So let's see how this works. Please support the show. I would very much appreciate it. For the listeners of the Alpha Female Podcast, Audible is now offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so you can check out their service. There's some amazing books like You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero or The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash alpha. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash alpha for your free audiobook. This episode is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. It's the most popular mushroom product on the market, and I've actually been drinking their Shaga tea 
even before they sponsored the Tim Ferriss podcast. So I figured it was about time I got you guys a beautiful discount so you can snag your own mushroom coffee, tea, or hot cacao mix. I'm obsessed with the Shaga mushroom tea. I drink it in the afternoon for a really high dose of antioxidants. And then the hot cacao mix with reishi mushrooms is my favorite for an evening treat if I have a sweet tooth craving. So use the promo code alphafemale at checkout for 10% off and you can shop on their website at foursigmatic.com. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And I would love you to eternity and back if you would be so kind to open your podcast app of choice. Go do it now before changing to the next episode and just leave me a rating and review. It'll help other alpha females find this podcast and join in on the conversations. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com and join us next week for another inspiring chat. Have a spectacular day.